0: Hey friend, I've created a new training and companion workbook for you that will help you ditch those limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and create the confidence you crave. It's 22 minutes of pure gold that moves you to the next level of success in your career or business. Just go to my website, barbarchurchill.com and click the start here tab in the upper right-hand corner. Enter your name and email and you'll have instant access to this life-changing information. It's that simple. Go get it. You are listening to Episode 14 of the Create What You Crave Podcast, the one where I talk about how to stop bad-mouthing yourself. Welcome to the Create What You Crave Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, 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 my friends. How are you doing? I'm recording this before I head out for a long weekend away, and I'm really looking forward to it. These last few weeks have been a lot, to say the least, and this COVID cough is still sticking with me. I think it lasts for like at least six weeks, but I feel so lucky that I've got the tools that I can use to help me manage my brain. My thinking about what's been happening so that I don't end up prone with a blankie and a pint of Ben and Jerry's. But when life happens, you know, knowing how to deal with all that discomfort that goes with it is really, really important. And my tools don't exempt me from feeling all those feelings, they help me feel them and be able to function too. But before we talk about today's topic, I want to give a shout out to a listener who contacted me about the impact my podcast has had on her. I just love getting these. Here's what she said. I just listened to episode 12 and I loved it. If I'm being honest, I listened to it three or four times so I could get my arms around the exercise. And once I did it, I realized how much I've accomplished in my career and life. After listing the first 10 and then the next 10, and then more after that, I thought to myself, I'm a badass. It was so eye-opening, and I've decided to make it a living document and add to it often. This was so powerful me. Thank you. Well, Dorothea, I am so thrilled that it was powerful for you, and you are so welcome, my friend. This is exactly what I hoped would happen when I created that podcast. I am so proud of you, and yes, you are a badass, my friend. By doing this exercise, you are reprogramming your brain to notice all you have accomplished rather than what you haven't. And this kind of feedback just makes my heart sing. So keep up the good work, my friend. I just love those kinds of comments. They really do make me happy. So please don't be shy about sharing how this podcast is impacting you and how you show up in the world, right? Please rate and review it whenever wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you listen to them, and let's spread the word that you can create what you crave. All right. This is some of the work that I do in my private coaching program. The women I work with are willing to dig deep and go within, to question what they've been taught and what they believe about themselves. They learn to find and follow their own inner wisdom. It is so powerful and we have a lot of fun along the way. If this sounds amazing, feel free to schedule a discovery call with me by visiting my website, barbachurchill.com, because I'm really looking forward to talking with you. So while I'm feeling all the feels from the last few weeks, I do want to talk about what you do when those feelings aren't comfortable and how your brain wants to beat you up for it, okay? Let's just get real. Most of the things we just assume other people are thinking or will say unless those words come out of their mouth, that stuff is actually what we're thinking about our own selves. And that's true. All that criticism, all the shooting, all that disappointment is actually coming from your brain nowhere else. That critical voice inside your head runs rampant when you don't do things perfectly or when you try something new and it fails. And our society has programmed us to think failure is a bad thing, so much so that even winning isn't enough. We have to win by a big margin to prove how much better we are than our competitors. What a load of BS. I know I've used this analogy before, but I love how brilliantly this fits. I want you to think of a baby who's learning to walk. What is the process for them? First, they crawl, right? Then they start to stand up while holding on to something. Then, even though their little legs feel like jelly, they begin what's called cruising, right? They walk around while holding on to something They, you know, pad the furniture and they hang on. They just cruise around the room. They do this for a while just to get used to being upright and for their legs to get stronger. And then they let go and they go for it, right? Now, this process isn't linear by any stretch. They fall over or they sit down hard. I mean, thank God for padded diapers. They get frustrated, they cry, but do they give up? No way. They are too focused on getting to the next milestone. It's not an overnight success either. It takes months for them to get the hang of it and strengthen those legs and knees so they can stand and sit without that hard landing. Now, what what do we do when we watch them? Well, I can tell you what we don't do. We don't badmouth them. We don't shame them and ask them, who do they think they are for trying to walk? I mean, how many billions of people are on this planet? What makes you think you should try walking? I mean, we don't say that because it would be mean. It would be abusive. So here's what I'm going to say. Stop being mean and abusive. In other words, stop being an asshole to yourself. Be real. That's exactly what your brain is doing to you when it thinks those incredibly cruel thoughts and uses them against you. What our self-talk, how that sounds in our brains is so cruel. There's no way we'd ever say that out loud to anybody else, right? You need to start believing in yourself without any proof that you can do whatever it is you're trying to do. Many of my clients come to me for coaching because they've just been promoted to a new position or a different role in a new department, and they don't feel confident in their abilities to tackle this new challenge. That imposter phenomenon rears its ugly head and tells you all the lies to keep you playing small. You have new ideas for many areas in your job. You have to start to believe in advance, believe ahead of time in yourself without the proof of your success, right? Believing ahead of time is the key to showing up with confidence and determination. That doesn't mean you won't feel some self-doubt. Let me be clear on that, because you have a human brain. What that means is that you know, even if you fail over and over and over, that eventually you'll get there. Our society has practically demonized failure so much so that it's a real fear for successful people. This is one of the reasons why perfection, pleasing, proving, and procrastination, those four derailers that we talked about in past episodes, hold such power. We believe failing is bad, that it's wrong. It's the worst thing that could happen. And then you badmouth yourself. And depending on which derailleur you have, it may sound like this Who do you think you are? Well, that was dumb. What were you thinking? You're not smart enough to figure this out. You'll do a half-assed job, so why even bother? Failing isn't a bad thing. Scientists do it all the time. You don't see them falling on the floor, weeping because a trial didn't work. They trust that one day, after years of trial and error, it will work out. They believe in themselves and their work ahead of time. Learn how to make those decisions, to try your ideas from the lens of the future you, the one that knows what to do, and then see what happens. Not all of your ideas are going to work and that's a given and that's okay, right? You aren't going to get everything spot on right out of the shoot every single time. That's just not realistic. Now, I don't want you to plan to fail either. That's the other end of the spectrum, right? You get so afraid to fail that you don't even try. And that's, that's worse because you don't give yourself the opportunity to show up authentically. Now, remember those four derailers are on the bench of the judge in your head. Judgy e. McJedgerson is in charge anytime you are thinking negative or critical thoughts about yourself or other people. She's like the worst roommate in your head, telling you all the reasons why you suck, right? And this happens to me too. It happens to every human on the planet. No one is immune because we all have human brains. So know that you are the one stopping yourself before you even get started because you're believing what that judgy part of your brain is telling you. There is a different path that you can take, my friend. You don't have to believe everything your brain tells you. You have a choice. You absolutely really do. And you can start by learning how to love yourself at your worst. I know. Let me say it again. Love yourself at your worst. I call it loving the bully in your brain. This can be a huge turning point for you when you can learn to let go of all this self-doubt and self-loathing and instead create your own self-confidence and self-love. Because what do bullies want? They want to be seen and loved. And you can love the dark parts of you. You can love your bully in your brain. You can love yourself when you screw up. You can love yourself when you don't feel all that lovable. And the way that you learn to love yourself at your worst is to make all that crap in your head, all that bad-mouthing self-talk, a circumstance. Remember in episode nine, I taught you about the model and how circumstances are facts. They are provable and they are neutral. They are things in life, right? We can prove them. Then you have thoughts and feelings about those circumstances. And those thoughts are there and just let them be there. Yep, they are optional. Let them be there. And right now, some of them may seem really overwhelming to you that you just let those thoughts become the fact. It's okay to let those thoughts become a circumstance. And what if you just decided to feel love or grace or compassion for yourself? This is you just being very human. All of this crap in your head, this is you being very human right now. That's all it is. So here, those thoughts just become a fact of what's happening in your head. You can choose to think you're just being very human right now, or this is what it means to be human. That's it. And I, I invite you to look at this and see how you are going to feel. Feel compassion for the human, which is you. And that shame starts to fall away. Because instead of thinking you should not be talking to yourself in this way, that you should know better, blah, 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 right? You're learning that your thoughts create your feelings. And when you think so negatively about yourself, you cause all those uncomfortable feelings. Instead, you can choose to think, oh, I'm just being so very human right now. And once you see that, then you can actually work on the shitty thoughts, the stuff your bully in your brain is saying to you. And for that, I invite you to create intentional thoughts. These are reserved for when you find yourself walking with the bully riding shotgun in your head. You need to have those have my own back type thoughts at the ready for when you need them, right? Like I'm a badass and I've got this, or this was meant to happen this way, or this is the fun part, or I have everything I need right now, or I'm exactly where I need to be. These are the thoughts that I want you to have at the ready. I want you to create your own, you know, certainly use these but really create ones that fit for you, because there are so many thoughts out there. Make a list of them that serve you from your highest level. You can think something that doesn't make you feel shitty when you don't have the outcome that you want. You can think something that creates a feeling that feels positive. So how can you love yourself even at your worst? What would you need to think in order to feel love or grace or compassion for yourself? Answer. Those questions. I find that most people struggle with love if they haven't had a lot of practice. And most everyone can find grace or compassion. These are always great emotions to strive for. So ask yourself what thoughts feel like love or grace or compassion and try some of those go to thoughts on. Try them on like you're trying on a new coat, right? See if it fits. Walk around in them for a little bit and just have a bunch of them written down. I've got mine written on a Trello board and I have it as a uh, screenshot on my desktop as well. Owning your story is a courageous thing to do. Having your own back, even when you're at your worst, that my friend is amazing. And it will create so much confidence in yourself that no matter what, you are there for you. So here's an activity that I love doing with my clients. It's called, I am awesome even when. And what you do is List five positive and then five negative things that you do or outcomes that you've had and create an I am awesome even when statement. So here's, here's what I mean by this, okay? I am awesome even when I hit my goals. I am awesome even when I don't hit my goals. I am awesome even when I play with my kids. I am awesome even when I'm yelling at my kids. I am awesome when I speak up for what I need I am awesome when I get stuck in people pleasing. Do you see how both the positive and negative thoughts when you start with I am awesome, that now trains your brain to think you're awesome no matter what happens. It is so great. And this is what we need to do. We need to rewire our brain. We need to retrain our brain out of that natural state of negativity and into these intentional thoughts. So try the you can try it now with I am worthy even when and My life is awesome even when, and I've used this with so many of my clients when we work on their self-concept and their self-confidence, and they answer these questions and keep them close by so they can practice them again and again and again. It's like learning a new language, right? You have to practice that. It isn't going to come naturally to you. It's the same thing with new thoughts. And the result, hugely confident women in leadership roles who own who they are and what they are all about. They love themselves no matter what. Having your own back, man, stop bad-mouthing yourself. And for sure, stop believing that all the things that your brain tells you. Drop that criticism. This changed everything for me and it has changed everything for my clients. And I know it can change it for you too. So try these exercises, all right? And until next week, my beautiful friends, remember, I believe in you.